This is the Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast. Hey, family. Welcome to Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. I appreciate you for listening today. I am honored and so humbled that you would give me a few minutes of your valuable time. Today, I want to remind you to remind us that in the midst of all that's happening around us, God is still in control and we must stand in holy places. I understand some who have little knowledge of God might just believe that the enemy has taken full control as so much is out of order and the enemy has taken over quite a few individuals. But God, the Almighty, is in his holy place. The matters that you are hearing of on the news and the issues that you might even witness with your own eyes and your own heart are only matters that God allows. You heard me, right? I said, God allows. According to God's word in Matthew 24th chapter, and you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. Now allow me to say to you, you may have seen the exchange between our president, Joseph Biden, and Russia's president, Vladimir Putin. It was semi-cordial, but definitely Definitely not friendly. Nation against nation. China versus the United States. Russia versus the United States. Yes, there are so many experiencing famine at this time, a food shortage. And we have been warned right here in the United States that there will be a food shortage within our land. Wars rage on in different parts of the world, but please know that we, We struggle with war right here where we live on American soil. War looks like black and brown people being shot down in the streets, many of whom are unarmed and non-threatening. Even more troubling, black and brown people being shot down in their homes, unprovoked. War is struggling for equality, not being given any extras, but just a fair chance to show that my skill level or your education, your work ethic makes you the best candidate for the job while someone else is still hired as opposed to you because of the color of your skin. My God, war is going to court for justice and finding that my dark skin precludes me from the liberty the same liberty that is hypocritically declared in the Pledge of Allegiance to a country and a flag that shows no allegiance to its own black and brown citizens, negating the rights to appropriately equal opportunity and justice for so many of us. Yet someone will call each who dares to take a knee during the pledge or the national anthem un-American, haters, treasonous, Of course, there is no hate for the country, but the bigots who have embraced institutionalized racism and the twisted idea that race should establish worth and value or the lack thereof. 
War is fighting for fair, decent, equal treatment, no matter our skin color, and learning that so many men and women of Congress are working diligently, even today, to roll back many of the voting rights and privileges for which many before us shed sweat, blood, tears, and precious life. Those same sacred privileges that evolved to enable so many black and elderly to cast their votes. War is being targeted because you happen to be black, brown, or even Asian. Just any and everyone who is not white, Anglo-Saxon, Protestant. God forbid war is what was declared on our United States Capitol on January 6th. 2021, when thousands descended on the building, law enforcement, and the halls thereof in search of members of Congress who might have had different views from their own. War is hanging gallows outside of the state capitol in preparation to publicly lynch someone. You see, I would not have believed such warmongers dwelt in our midst during this day and time until I saw it with my own eyes and felt the hurt and shame within my heart. Sure, we constantly hear of wars going on in Africa and in the Middle East, but I warn you, we are in the midst of such a violent, tumultuous war that we must not overlook our own dark truths. The war of racism, lack of tolerance and a desire to eliminate all who are different from what some have established as the norm. Please do not allow phrases like make America great again or we must take back our country, escape or deceive you. There are many who still believe that blacks are inferior and should not be holding positions of authority and power, at least not over white people. Yet some would have you think all is well. According to Senator Ron Johnson, he knew the insurrectionists at the Capitol loved this country and were not criminals even after they killed and left some law enforcement officers missing fingers among other damaged limbs. He went on to say, had the group been Black Lives Matter or Antifa, he would have been very concerned. Now allow me to translate. Because the group attacking the U.S. Capitol were predominantly white Trump supporters, the Make America Great Again crew, he knew they loved this country. But had it been a group of Negroes marching and demanding equal rights and appropriate treatment, as so many of us did all of last summer, he would have been utterly concerned and even afraid. That same elected official went on to defend his words by saying his remarks were not racist. Think about that. Additionally, I am certain that the National Guards, among other law enforcement agencies, would have been immediately dispersed and aggressively combative. Definitely, you would have witnessed bloodshed and thousands of arrests on the spot and without any hesitation. Notice I did not say weeks and months later, as they were not going to send a large, angry mob of Negroes home after committing such atrocities as we witnessed that January 6th day. Your presence alone would have been grounds to haul your black faces to central booking 
make no mistake about it. Surely, you and I would have been called domestic terrorists, treasonous, and haters of our country. Instead, those white Trump-supporting insurrectionists were told by our former president, you are all very special to me. I love you all. You are patriots. You must go home now so no one gets hurt, even though many law enforcement officers had been injured, maimed, lost limbs, and some officers even lost their lives at the Capitol that January 6th day. Of course, this knowledge and these truths explain quite well. War does not always look the same, but it always leaves feelings of defeat, disrespect, discounting, devaluation, and devastation. Just know that had that group been Black Lives Matter or Antifa, things would have never escalated to such a boiling point of no return because the National Guards would have been dispatched before the first Negro reached the wall, let alone the doors of the Capitol. Now back to God's word. And I remind you in Matthew 24th chapter in the seventh verse, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. When I investigated the word pestilence, it was defined as a contagious or infectious epidemic disease that is virulent and devastating. Hence SARS-2, COVID-19, or the coronavirus. According to Isaiah 26th chapter, the 20th and 21st verses, come my people, enter you into your chambers and shut your doors about you. Hide yourself as it were for a little moment until the indignation be overpassed. For behold, the Lord cometh out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity. My God. Now I must say, this is the word of God. And it was not written in the past year as we had to shelter in place. As we had to quarantine for a while. But the word of God was written more than 2,000 years ago. Which says to me, there is nothing new under the sun. Go ahead and check your Bibles to see if the words are the same in yours as they are in mine. Furthermore, God knew our ending before our beginning. As COVID-19 is not new, even though it was new to us. You see, I respect God's word and expect that which I have studied to come to pass as it always does. But God is so awesome. He will not allow me to fear. And I want each of you to gain such knowledge and understanding of the word of God that you move beyond and even shake off the spirit of fear. Remember, God's word has constantly urged us, fear not as fear is not of God. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Matthew's 24th chapter spoke of God's people being killed and hated by all nations for his name's sake. How people will be easily offended, then betray and hate one another. False prophets will deceive many people. Iniquity, celebrations of sin will become the norm and love will become cold and non-existent. 
But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved, according to the 13th verse and the 14th verse. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. The 15th verse says, When you therefore shall see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Whoso read, let him understand. I have no desire to frighten anyone with God's word. I want to encourage you that if you learn God's word and stand in holy places, you have no reason to fear. Now I'm certain that someone is asking, how do you stand in holy places? The word stand in this sense really means a state of being. By aligning and binding ourselves to God and Jesus Christ, we will not only stand in holy places, but make holy the places in which we go to, in which we stand. In other words, if you accept God's Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the Lord, it will comfort your heart and teach you how to properly treat yourself and others. The Spirit of the Lord will teach you how to carry yourself and even how to speak so that your words heal and not hurt so that your words help and not hinder such will lead you not only to stand in holy places but make any place that you dwell or even sit become holy just by virtue of you hosting the Holy Spirit which is far more powerful and overshadowing than any of us accepting God's spirit is as easy as asking him inviting him in. Lord, please come into my heart. Come into me. I accept you as my personal savior and truly meaning every word that you speak. Teach me to do right, love right, live and forgive appropriately. Please do not forget that I told you we are spiritual beings having human experiences. So because God is our maker, our author and finisher, our rightful place is in his presence. If we walk in his word and allow his word to abide within us, we will have God's Holy Spirit to guide us in and through everything. The word of God said it will lead and guide us into all truth. According to his word in 2 Corinthians 3 chapter in the 17th verse, now the Lord is that spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Now, liberty is a state of freedom, especially as opposed to political subjection, imprisonment, or slavery. The quality or state of being free, the power to do as one pleases. Now, with God's spirit present, such freedom extends to doing all that is pleasing in the sight of God, which takes us back to learning, gaining knowledge and understanding of who God really is and all the many promises that he has in store for those who diligently seek and serve him. The relationship is reciprocal. As you serve and seek to please God, he promised to divinely protect and provide for you. He said he would be our God as through our reverence, honor, and praise, we would be identified as his people. As I look all around, I have found, I see frightened, 
worried faces. But God promised divine protection and provision if we'd stand in holy places. Of course, standing in holy places is not a location, but the spirit that dwells inside of you. So that wherever you go, be it to and fro, God's spirit will lead you through. Nothing new is under the sun. God prepared you for this storm. He knew you and ordered your every step before your grandmother was born. His word spoke of wars and rumors of wars and pestilences that make us fear. Told of earthquakes and famines, hearts to examine, but he promised to be right there. David said, we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, of evil, be not afraid. God promised the spirit of liberty and love. He'd never leave you, is what he said. A war so intense that as people die, some fail to see the truth. We wrestle against spiritual wickedness in high places. Only God can destroy its roots. Times so difficult and troubling that some still seek to hide. But I urge and say, seek God's face today. In his word, you must abide. In God, you find peace and safety, comfort, care, and rest. Of all your friends and confidants, my God will love you best. Through seen and unseen danger, we struggle to maintain faith. I beseech you this day in all of your ways. Invite God's spirit right now. Make haste. Take his yoke upon you and learn of him. While his spirit you must acquire, he will teach you to live, love, talk, and give as your life uplifts, encourages, and inspires. Well, family, this is number 47 of Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. I urge you to stand in holy places. I remind you, standing in holy places has nothing to do with your location but rather the Holy Spirit that is living inside of you. In other words, as long as the Spirit of the Lord lives within you, wherever you go sitting or standing, that Spirit will create an atmosphere of peace and liberty, a place for the Holy Spirit to move and rule freely. For your own peace of mind, God's Word has urged us, Go into your hiding place as the Lord has come out of his holy place to punish the inhabitants of this earth for their iniquities. So then take refuge in the Lord, especially today, as the Lord is our refuge. Remember, as you take in the word, your life becomes hidden in the word and the word is carefully hidden in your heart. The Spirit of the Lord seals and make the Word a living part of you so that wherever you go, the Spirit goes with you and you can truly stand in holy places. I pray that God bless and keep each of you in perfect peace with the Spirit of the Lord standing in holy places. Please don't forget to say something on my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn page. Remember, you can listen to me on Amazon Music as well as my new platform on YouTube. Yes, if you ask Alexa, she will take you there. I welcome your questions, comments, critiques, and suggestions on topics you'd like to explore. Who knows, you might just end up being a guest on an upcoming broadcast. Remember, I'm just a regular girl, 
navigating this diverse world. I'm looking forward to each of you. Until then, take care of yourself, each other, and stay blessed. The Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Log on to castropolis.net.